This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. You see and hear ads that say, we buy houses. But what types of real estate investors are behind those ads? How are the transactions structured? And what are the benefits and drawbacks to home sellers? They offer homeowners a quick, less painful, easy way to sell their homes. I mean, that's the full stop, sort of the pitch. Then, there's a worrisome decline in male fertility. One expert says it could impact the future of the human race. We'll have the story. If you extended that line that we drew in our study in 2017, showing the decline in sperm counts and concentration, that line hits zero in 2045. Those interviews and more are ahead on this week's show. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack. The weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. You see a sign that says, Cash for Homes, or We Buy Houses. Is it worth following up? What kind of home buyers are these people? Here with the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Eric Sussman is an adjunct real estate professor in the Anderson School of Management at UCLA. Professor Sussman, in many places in the country, these we buy houses for cash signs are all over the place. First, tell us how widespread this is. Is it mostly in large cities or are they common in small towns and rural areas as well? I don't have any definitive data for you on exactly the numbers, how many, and even how spread out they are geographically. As you can appreciate, it's a very fragmented marketplace with lots of folks, both locally and regionally, trying to make some acquisitions in the marketplace. So I don't have any data for you. My senses and common sense tells me it's going to be more commonly found in denser areas if just because of economies of scale for anyone trying to get into this business as one of these home buyers to do it in a rural or a less dense area is just going to be a lot more difficult, not just to find homes to buy, but of course, then to actually monetize them and sell them after they do whatever magic that they do. So tell us what exactly these are and how they work. The marketing pitch and the advertising lingo is that they offer homeowners a quick, less painful, easy way to sell their homes. I mean, that's the full stop, sort of the pitch. As far as how they work from there, obviously, every state has its laws and regulations surrounding the acquisition of single-family homes. But look, that's usually just a documentation and paperwork issue, and escrows can be fairly, fairly quick, and I'm sure title check to make sure that's all well and good. So you can get these things done in very short order, and that's what they offer homeowners is just you know all cash, quick, painless process. Is there a typical profile of the buyers of these properties? Are they just house flippers who maybe buy one at a time, or are these large companies? I think they come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. It's a very fragmented business. And look, home flipping, individuals trying to acquire single-family homes that may need some TLC and some dollars just to deal with some deferred maintenance or other issues, you have that everywhere across the country, you know, again, in every single market. And then, yes, you have, I think, more quasi-institutional folks who are doing the same thing on a larger scale, at least trying to, and some even offering franchises to sort of offer opportunities locally to people who want to do this. Let's talk about, in practical terms, how these work. How quickly can these transactions be completed compared to a traditional sale? 
Well, let's start with the last part of traditional sale. Like a traditional sale, a home seller approaches an agent who lists the property for sale, markets it widely or however they do it, whether it's both online and through the multiple listing service or the MLS as most of us know it. And that process, because the home buyer, of course, whether they're going to procure traditional financing and do inspections and most of us have been through that fun before, you know, you're talking usually 30 days, 21 days would be considered pretty quick. Now, if you are talking about one of these buyers who has all cash, is ready to rock and roll, they've got whatever diligence they need to perform sort of ready to go, they can close in a matter of days as opposed to, again, weeks, if not a month or more. Could you speculate a bit on what the typical seller is like? Because it sounds like they may be a bit desperate. I would say that that is certainly one category of seller who would find these buyers to be attractive is they're desperate either because of some personal financial situations or something involving the home, or maybe it's a a family matter, a divorce or something like that. But again, there's really no data on that that I can point to. You know, there may be just sellers that are uninformed. Look, that's one of the things that's always been sort of tricky about a home sale. It's a unique product. It's got complex legal tax ramifications that are associated potentially with the home of the sale. They said local regulations may dictate certain disclosures and documentation. And so that's always intimidating to homeowners, I think, or some homeowners. And so they may find just the whole process to be daunting and intimidating, even those that aren't desperate, and find some of these sort of all-cash buyers attractive. You refer to the complexities. Since there are fewer professionals like real estate agents and perhaps attorneys involved who are crossing the T's and dotting the I's, does a seller put themselves in any possible legal peril by selling like this? You know, potentially. And again, this is a lawyer without a license. So absolutely. And that's why it's incumbent that every homeowner understand what's required in terms of local or state laws and regulations to sell a home. As I said, in many jurisdictions, home sellers are required to fill out what are called transfer disclosure forms, where they disclose any physical or other defects that might be material or relevant to a home buyer. I imagine those laws in most jurisdictions, and again, I don't want to speak for the entire country, Lord knows, don't change because you're selling it to, let's say, an institution or more sophisticated home buyer than another. You know, in California, we have, again, natural hazard disclosure laws, these forms that disclose to potential buyers whether a home is in a floodplain or a flood zone or on a fault line. Obviously, in California, that could be very relevant. So I think that is a risk, and I think one that shouldn't be understated or underestimated. Do you see this as sort of a fad or will this be around for the long run? There's no doubt that the tremendous appreciation in single family home prices across the country. I mean, just a quick data point for you is last year, at least in the last 12 months, in the top 100 single family residential markets, prices went up across the board last year without exception. So you've got this sort of strange dichotomy going on where single family home prices are doing really well everywhere, pretty much for any number of reasons and rents in some places are falling. That's for another discussion, another day. I do think in that market where you've got rapidly appreciating prices and a strong market, that's going to attract all sorts of characters. So I think if that continues to be true, then you'll have these folks around. 
and real estate transactions are not going to get any less complicated or daunting for homeowners. So I see at least a subset of these folks being around for the long run. Obviously, if we do have a recession or downturn, that will shake out as it, those things always do, the weaker hands and maybe some of the newer entrants. But those others will be around for the long haul, I imagine. Eric Sussman, adjunct real estate professor in the Anderson School of Management at UCLA. Thank you very much for joining us today. It's my pleasure to have been with you. Thanks for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, a worrisome decline in male fertility. That story, coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this. 